um, I didn't talk about this, but um, I woke up with a heavy on my heart this morning. Um, I had a vision last night at about probably between the hours of one and three. And it feels as if the Lord has told me that, you know, in those hours, it's most likely the witching hours. And between the hours of one to five will be the best hours for you to be praying in the spirit in order to fight different, you know, wiles of the devil. So, um, I had a vision between one and three. I think I woke up, it was one thirty, but I went back to sleep. So it had to be between one and three. And um, in this vision, I woke up. I woke up from, like, I woke up, but I was still sleeping, like, um, astral projection. Not that I believe in that, but if that's a word for it, for lack of better terms. Um, in this vision, I woke up and I had a diamond ring on my finger. It was on my ring finger on my right hand, but it was on the right hand and it switched to the left and it switched back to the right and I just stopped fighting. I didn't stop fighting, but I just, I didn't, um, I didn't do more to confuse the enemy because, um, I had realized that, um, I was in a place, so I felt that I was in a spirit realm where I was awake, but I wasn't awake. And sometimes this gets bad because um, you'll want to wake up and then the enemy will start to torture you, like threatening to leave you there, trying to force you to stay in that false reality or um, start to torture you and make you, you know, when you want to go, won't allow you to leave, will just torture you and make you and force you to stay there and then it'll start feeling really really weird like my body just starts to feel really weird and I can't you know do anything because it's not real and if I try and fight it it'll just turn into darkness and all these different things will start happening I've gone through so many different traumatic situations concerning this that um I just do what I can to stay in the spirit of the Lord and observe everything that is being shown because it may come into play later as far as information wise or whatever the Lord may have been trying to show me. So I will go with a big square diamond ring on my finger. But um, my heart told me it was cosmetic jewelry because um, I just had never seen a ring that big and real before in my life. Not in person, but um, my mind was also taken from me in a way where it was being played over. I could tell that my mind's in a demonic realm. And it's being played over, and I've been fighting for it back. But um, I've been trying to abide by God, but I I just haven't been trying to disobey him. And these different individuals, as I've said, they're staying at a distance far enough where I may have to disobey some of the Lord's orders in order to, you know, um, do different things. They have it set up a certain kind of way. And I know it's because they are doing all kinds of things and they're into all kinds of things that they're trying to get away with using my power for the Lord, the power that the Lord is giving me. But the Lord says they will never keep it. And I just need to trust him right now. And I'm going to trust him because the wicked will fall into the traps that they set for you. So, um, it was a big ring on my finger and then it turned into one of those rings that had like the little, you know, stretchy part on the, on, on, 
like the stretchy part so that it would fit any size finger. And um it was it was so big but it, but then it started to look like an Apple Watch. And so um it was a button on the ring. And I pressed the button to turn on the TV. And I think that, you know, um my mind's in the demonic realm so that these spirits have and these witches and these warlocks and these sorcerers, they have different access to different parts of my mind. So even when I'm doing my best to focus on the Lord and stay in his presence, there are different thoughts in my mind that I'm blocking out and I'm using the Holy Spirit to cleanse so that I can transform my mind and my thinking. And I think that, you know, maybe it's a part of their plan in order to, you know, get that part of my mind back to the forefront so that they can start to torture my mind again, so that they can start the whole process over again. And I have been threatened by this. I have been threatened this by a few people, uh, specifically Denzel Washington. He said, you got to get up and you got to do it no matter how hard it is. And um, it doesn't matter. And if it were me, I would put you right back where you was, you know, so that you would know how important this is because you can't lay around when the Lord is calling you to be obedient. And I, I understood his tough love, you know, but at the same time, it was like so difficult for anyone to possibly ever understand what it's like to be in my shoes. But, um, I just also, I also did the, did my best to understand that he may have been in my shoes in a similar way before he may have overcome these battles and he's just trying to motivate me because maybe he believes in me in a way or wants me to win and wants to see me prevail past this. You know, he doesn't really want me to want me to continue suffering in this state. So he wants to see me get up and do something. Maybe he just can't stand to see me laying around and not really getting up and doing something about this situation more. But um, as I've said, you know, I've spoken about this a few times and I don't want to be difficult, but it's just it's so hard for people to understand what it's like to be in my shoes. I'm, I am just fighting so many different things at all times. It's like enemy over here, enemy over there, enemy over there, all around me. I'm surrounded by who knows how many people. They have all these plans set in order. They're coming together against me. They're spreading out. They're, you know, they're, um, somebody will start something over here, then start something over there, then start something over here. And it's like, I feel like I can't be in all these different places at one time. It's taking so much out of me. And I want to protect my family. And I want to prevail past it. But like, it's so difficult. And even with, I believe, the, the people that the Lord has called, you know, even, even oftentimes, you know, they're like, they're they're just not able to help. They're just not able to help. It seems as if they could possibly help, but I don't even really want to burden them with the problems and the issues of what I'm going through because it's a personal battle. And maybe the Lord just wants me to overcome it. And plus, he's already told me, if you have Jesus Christ to help himself, what more help do you need? So I, I don't want to, you know, um, offend the Lord by, you know, Believing that his help is not enough or acting as if it isn't. But there was a big TV on my wall. It was such a big TV. It was like um, 30, no, no, maybe like even 60 inch TV all spread wide across my wall. 
and my ring the big diamond ring on my finger it turned it had a button uh, I hit the button turned into an apple watch and on the tv showed up youtube on the apple watch i was trying to go through different things and it was like messages uh emails possibly or something else calls or something i don't know i swiped over on an apple watch and i was trying to go to safari so that i could go to youtube so i could play this song that had been on my heart which was who wouldn't serve a god like this this was right after the podcast episode who wouldn't serve a god like this and um all i know is when i go to the youtube it shows up as the unsigned in youtube when it doesn't show up any suggestions based off of what you have previously watched and what pops up on the screen oh my goodness i am like horrified because i'm like i usually do not like going to the unsigned in youtube because the youtube that i go to when it's signed in you know the suggestions are usually gospel songs or you know motivational quotes from you know prophets who've posted different words from the lord or just like things concerning the Bible and God. And I want my whole timeline to be consistent of the Lord because I don't want to see the things that are going on in this world. I don't want it to distract me or suck me in. You know, it's not that I'm so weak, but I already am fighting so much. And to have to exert more energy in that area, I just want this, 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 you know, any energy that I have to be used to protect my family and to find our way out of this situation, to get in the presence of the Lord and to stay protected. So I don't need any more distractions pulling my mind off of God. So all I know is... um Especially not when I'm caught off guard because the demons, we don't understand that in entertainment and in music and in images and in on different things, when you don't protect and guard your heart and your mind, these demons are sent out through these entertainment, through these music, through these images. They're immediately sent out and placed on you and the demons just start to pile up and i already have so many demons piling up they place things in my body i have to get off of me i have different people around me who are watching me and monitoring me in order to ensure that these things that they place in my body or these obstacles they place in my path do not be torn down without their you know knowledge of it so that they can fight to keep them up fight me to keep me down or hurry up and rebuild them as soon as they get an opportunity to is so much I'm up against. And um, then I have different individuals making it hard for me because they don't want to see me in a position that the Lord has for me. And that's what I mean when I'm speaking concerning different individuals that I feel that the Lord has even called to a certain extent. They, you know, they, you know, they, they, they do their part to hold and keep me down, you know, and it's, it's very disheartening. But I, I go to the YouTube on the screen and it shows up as an unsigned in YouTube with all types of different just general and I guess just like whatever is trending, you know, on YouTube or whatever they feel to suggest as, you know, unsigned in YouTube. As I scroll through this YouTube, I see the most demonic images. I saw this artist that is pretty known right now and... um. I don't remember his name and it was amazing because immediately I recognized him and I felt that the Lord had wanted me to see. You no, know, the Lord had kind of in a way, 
been like sort of hinting toward what may come, you know, concerning this artist. And um, I hadn't gone in that direction because one, I know nothing about him and nothing about his music. And I'm not going to listen to it so that I can because I don't listen to secular music anymore. I only listen to gospel music. And I, I just right at this point right now, with everything that's going on, it feels as if I can't even be concerned about any new artists right now. It's so many different individuals that I want to help. And, you know, concerning the new artists, it's like a whole lot of everything come with them, you know, their fan base and different opinions concerning them. And then a whole entire like area of, you know, associates and colleagues that, you know, deal with them and they'll start to vouch for them and different things like that. And I just can't get into that right now. So um, I saw this artist and I saw the image and the image that was shown, it was like one of those um, illusion papers where you tilt it to a certain way and it shows something else and you tilt it this way and it shows something else. It turns into like different photos and looks like magic. Um, and what I saw was blurry. It just looked like from from first glance when I wasn't really focusing, it looked like you know, it was just his regular face. No, at first, from first glance, what I really, what I really saw was snakes coming in and out of his mouth and his head. They was all over his head like Medusa, and he had, you know, kind of like a broken crown or chains on his head or something. And it was all kinds of different things coming in and out of his head. And I saw that he was like a demon god or something like that. I don't ever call demons gods. But lowercase g, because they call themselves gods. Like when I, I, I heard Leviathan at one point, he said, I am Leviathan, the god of envy. And I'm like, they call themselves gods. You know, there's only one god in heaven, Adonai. And I would never refer to any of these demons as gods. They are not gods. They are false gods. The Bible says that they are false gods. But, um... I saw him as some sort of demon god, and I saw it in his face. It was like stone, and it was so cold, but I felt the power behind his, like, face in a split second. I felt it, and it tried to take me. It tried to seduce me. It tried to tempt me into, like, like all kinds of different, you know, directions. In a way, it tried to, like, seduced me into wanting to hear the music, tried to seduce me into wanting to be a big fan. It tried to seduce me into wanting to idolize and worship him or it. It tried to seduce me into like finding it attractive, lust, all kinds of different demons surrounding this. So much sin, so much wickedness. And immediately when I recognized the snakes coming out of his face, I was going to look into it and see if this individual had like you know different reasons to keep fighting for them because I don't ever want to have to find a reason to fight for you but when I see you as a demon god it kind of you know it kind of tells how you know you are fully immersed and full a full-grown demon the bible says that you know you sin until sin is full-grown and so when you become a full-grown demon you know it's much more difficult to actually contact the real you. 
that's deep inside of you, if the demon has taken over your entire body, you may be long lost gone. But I will still fight for people. But as I've said, you know, with a situation that may be that heavy, I just have so much on my plate right now. And I hate that it's gotten to this point where I have to say it's too much work. And that's that's what it that's become the excuse concerning helping people. Because I never want to have my plate so full that I can't help people. That's what the Lord has sent me to do. But it really has been become so overwhelming. So overwhelming. And I feel that if I add more things right now that possibly are, you know, heavy, like I may, you know, fall completely out of it, completely out of it. And I may struggle to be in God's presence at all. You know, I may struggle to focus. I may take on an entire new fight. And sometimes they become allies in a way because, you know, if you are not against the Lord, then you are with him. So sometimes they become allies in a way because um, they'll say, well, I don't agree with this. or I don't agree with that. And I agree with this direction. I agree with that direction. Like, I'll go this far and we can split, you know, ways. And they may be able to help you out of a certain situation and get you a little further ahead so that you can get more work done. But I couldn't risk it. I couldn't risk it. I saw the snakes coming out of his mouth and and all over his head. And I saw that he, you know, his image for his album cover was an illusion, which means that he is deceiving the masses into believing that he's a normal human being. But really, he's showing up as a demon God. You know, the Lord had shown me that with discernment. And, um... I couldn't handle it. I was like, I can't do this right now. And he had popped up a few times. Oh, my goodness. Like, I want to cry. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. He has shown up a few times. Oftentimes, he shows up, you know, concerning big companies, big commercial companies like Apple Music is promoting his music a lot. I wish I knew his name out. I don't want to say the wrong name and put this all on the wrong person's name, but I didn't want to know the name at first at this time because I knew that as soon as the name got brought up, it was going to carry over possibly. People were going to start talking and it was going to become a bigger deal than, you know, what it had to be at that moment if I had just kept it pushing. But um, this artist... Um, he had shown up a few times, at least three times. And you know what's so crazy and scary to me? It makes me want to cry. It makes me want to cry. What's so scary to me is that, you know, ever since I have seen the movie BAPS, it's not just BAPS, but so many times before that, it's like a common saying, you know, uh, around neighborhoods, you know, and in, the com- in, in certain communities, um, you see you see something three times, that's a sign from God. If you see something, if you see the number three, 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 or if you see something three times, that's a sign from God. I've been pulled away from different superstitions like this because the Lord has told me not to be superstitious because everything happens for a reason. Nothing is a coincidence. And oftentimes when you believe in these certain type of different things, they are associated with witchcraft. So I don't want to be, you know have to be careful right now not to fall into any sort of deception. Anytime I see numbers 
multiple times. I've seen this a chart like 111 means angel numbers, 000 means new beginnings, different things like that. The Lord has led me away from that. He has said that that is a form of witchcraft and to stay away from, you know, repetitive numbers and believing that these things are signs from God. They're I was so, I've become so attached to this. Like it's, it's had such a hold on me. I'm still fighting it to this day. And I've been working actively to fight against that, you know? So I know that that's dangerous, but um, I saw this man at least three times. He showed up just that, that same image, his album cover. It's all white in the background and it's his head and his neck. And it's like a stone color. And he has the snakes in his head and he has the snakes in his coming out of his mouth and wrapped around, you know, like his head and different things. He has different things like stones or different things like, you know, like worship, like he like he has to be worshipped. I've seen it multiple times and every time I see it, I see the snakes and stuff and I know what the Lord is showing me. The Lord is showing me his true form. But when I look closer again, like. Because immediately when I see it, the Lord speaks concerning him. Like, you see that. That's who he is, you know. And then when I look closer again, I see that he turns into just a regular face. No more snakes or different things like that. So it's like to the naked eye. If you are not fighting your carnal mind, you can't even see these snakes and stuff coming out of his head and album cover, which is an indication, as I said, as of mass deception of his viewers and fans so it kind of in a way insinuates that he has a lot of individuals idolizing him and worshiping him and i know that because he is like really big he gets like millions of views he's at like really big concerts like coachella and different stuff like that he is really super known i never really paid a lot of attention to his music and his music is kind of like in the last recent years becoming so super big to the point where it's over into the area of possible possibly the music that I would have even like heard you know because I usually hear music from my brothers or on the radio and um he's been around and he has a certain it seems like he has a certain demographic of viewer, viewers at first like skateboarders and like skater like hippie types I don't know in a way like a majority even like white but um also at the same time you know as i've said in the, in the recent years he's gotten big enough that he has i think it's joey badass but i don't know for a fact so i don't want to mess that up because it's a few of you know these artists that kind of resemble you know joey badass to me i think joey badass travis scott and um a few others resemble each other but um I think that I'm just categorizing them from like kind of like their come up and their, you know, place in the industry and their demographic of listeners in a way. But I don't want to categorize anybody because you can't put anybody in a box. But all I know is that um, I seen him like three times and it was like Apple Music and then it was like Amazon Music or something like that. It was like big companies promoting, overly promoting his 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 album and you can tell that that is a you know indication of like mass consumerism so um I seen them that way and I had known what that meant usually if I'm going to be honest and I'm not trying to be dramatic because I know a lot of people won't want to take this serious 
usually when I encounter these, you know, demon gods like this, oftentimes they brag immediately. Like, it's almost the first thing come out of their mouth. Immediately once I recognize them, it's, oh, yeah, you know, um, I'm about to take over the world, world domination. You know, they are oftentimes very arrogant and prideful and vain like that. And I can't even get into that because after I respond, it's automatically beef. You know, I will probably say something concerning like, um, you will never be God. You will never be worshipped like God. You will never have, you know, unconditional devotion to you like God. You are not God. You cannot play God and you will be judged for that. And then after I say that, they'll say, oh, really? And then they'll start to expose all of the mass individuals that they have under their spell. All of the different, you know, listeners and fans that are like, I don't care. I go to hell for such and such. I will, you know, worship Satan for such and such. I'll sell my soul to Satan for such and such. I will, you know, I don't care if such and such sold they sold to the devil. I am, you know... Such and such is, you know, I worship such and such. And these different individuals, they start to show up like that. And then next thing you know, you have to fight them. I personally have to fight them. I don't have to, but it's like, how do I explain this? I'm a demon hunter. And when these different individuals show up, I realize the demons that this individual has on them. In order to get them to behave that way and to be die hard fans, it's not real. It's never real. It's all deception. They are they are sending out demons through their music and their images that are that is taking people's minds and people's souls that has them going so hard, willing to go to hell for these different artists. I know it. I fight it all the time, and I'm fighting so many different you know areas of this right now. It's like YB has his fan base and that's just always constant and it's extremely brutal i've had to go through that for so long then it's lebron james he has his fan base and that's like it's it's more like for me concerning me it's more chill because it's like sports fans i don't really get into that area a lot anyways but then it's like um now it's like Lil uzi vert and Lil dirk and it's like that is difficult right now. And then it's gonna he was kinda, you know, in conversation a little bit. Then it's Beyonce and Jay Z. And then it was Cardi B and it was Meg the Stallion. And it was, you know, John John Gabana, if I'm saying that right. You know, uh the one who who has all the tasks on his face but gave his life to Christ but used to like, you know, run out of stores stealing and, you know, started a whole trend doing that but um he really like he's he calms my soul sometimes because he reminds me that people can be saved in this industry but um so many different individuals they have shown up in this process and they have so many different fan bases and oftentimes I can connect with the individual without having to deal with the fan base but when they're new usually I have to get myself acquainted in a way and they know that I'm a demon hunter they're a demon it's like it doesn't always have to be a fight but you just don't know you just never know and so I try to stay away from that but I knew that the Lord was showing me something and he has been showing me something he's been he's been you know kind of like bringing him in passing a few times like this one you know, this one, you know, and um, 
I have been like kind of avoiding that assignment for a second or avoiding that file, whatever you call it, because I'm like, my, my desk is stacked right now. So stacked. I'm backed up. I have so many different cases to deal with. And, um, if I add this one, like, oh my gosh, so much work, so much work. And it's overwhelming me right now. Then I have different individuals around me that, you know, they're like, I'll just do whatever is convenient for me. Everybody's off of their self. Excuse me. Everybody's just off of their self. It's like a free for all. We can't be operating like that because they see somebody that's like, I mess with them or I don't. And then they'll just, you know, pick sides and do whatever they please, whenever they please. Almost no structure. They're already, they're already trying to tear down the structure that's trying to be built up. It's mess. It's a mess. And oftentimes it'll create beefs that don't even need to be started. And it's just difficult. So as I said, I've been trying to avoid it, but I had noticed that he has like, honestly, it seems as if it's like probably about a half a million people, probably about a half a million people like legit that are like, you know, I think under the spell under his spell and so I think the Lord had been pointing me out because it seems as if he's growing in numbers you know really quick and um man right now right now with even though I've seen the prophecy that I you know all my heart's desires are fulfilled and it's in God and the entire industry is transformed and it's all under God now you know and like I have my own rare label and like I'm a billionaire and like I'm the, you know, top of the industry and like somehow, you know, NBA young boys in a power couple with me or something like that. But I'm fighting that actively because I don't want that. You know, I'm not shy about the fact that my first encounter was with him. He raped me and I don't want to be with him. I don't want to be with him. I don't want to marry him. But the Lord has said to me already and has shown me that he has a chance at being raptured. And so the Lord has vouched for him. And I've seen that, you know, I've seen, I've had, I've had experiences with him that made me, make me somehow in a way want to feel like, you know, I can defend him. But like, it's so much stuff going on. It's so wicked and it's so, you know, torturous right now that I, I can't deal with this because it's like, I'm not about to sit up here and lie to myself and say, all of a sudden after I've been fighting you for like three years on this, two years to be exact, about the fact that you've raped me. I'm not about to all of a sudden be like, oh, you know what? Actually, no, he didn't. No, you did. And I don't want to feel pressured by this industry or by these demonic spirits to have to compromise, you know, my morals. Like, I understand that I have to be a submissive woman, you know, to the Lord's word and I have to abide by his word and I have to give my life to Christ. And there's so much work I need to do in order to truly be strong enough to take all of this on, which is why I say as if I'm falling up underneath all the pressure of all this work. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still human. And this stuff hurts. It hurts to have to be tortured with this consistently and constantly. And these different individuals, they feed off of my humiliation and torture. They get a kick out of it. They get off on it. And they use my family to do the same thing. They literally live 
for the, you know, pain and torture of my heart. They need it. They, 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 they feel empowered. Like they, it's like they, it's like power rushes to them from me, you know, off of torturing my heart for them to have access to me. You know, the Lord has given me power and they steal it from me by torturing me. So that's already so much work. It's already so much going on. I have so many people trying to feed off of me and I'm at this point where I just feel like I've reached almost capacity. Feels like I can't add anybody right now. I saw this individual like three times recently. The Lord was, you know, in a way introducing him saying, you know, now that could be a big one, you know, in a way. But I didn't want to give it too much credit because there's nothing too hard for the Lord. No one is too big for God. No one is big as God. No one can beat God. And I know that he has my back, but I still have to take into account. I'm not always doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Oftentimes I'm falling into sin and I have different things I'm fighting right now. And I'm trying to be careful and fragile with because there are small things that can be helped, small things that can be changed and different people that can be saved in the process. But, you know, I have to be careful because if I don't, you know, they won't be saved. All the work will go, will be in vain. And, you know, I will have to face my father having stayed away from him or possibly allowing different things to happen that never should have happened, you know, and still have said that I failed. I wasn't able to save the souls that were meant to be saved in the process. So many people are eager to see this happen. They want to see me fail. So it's just so much work, but I saw this individual pop on my screen as like, first it was the ad, then it was their face. And the funny thing is that at first it was just their face. And I was like, wait, there's ads on YouTube, right? But it was like, you know, it's almost like they're introducing themselves. And so, um, when I saw that, I said, um, I can't deal with this right now. This individual doesn't seem like somebody who has submitted to, you know, the Lord. And that's difficult because, you know, that might make us enemies. I'm not your enemy, but you may be mine. Doesn't seem like it off the off the rip, but it could go anyway, either way. But, you know, up underneath that, I try to scroll past it, it kind of stay for a while. Like, you know, why don't you get that a chance? Why don't you look into that right now? I really can't. There are different individuals around me who are like pretending to be me and stealing different things from me. And also they will do all kinds of weird stuff. They find out the little information. They will start to, you know, go and try and get their hands into these things without me and do all kinds of stuff that I will have to clean up later because they did it with my power, with my name. It's so complicated. It's simple, but it's it can be simple, but it, it's just made to be so hard, so difficult, so complicated because everybody's on a, in a free-for-all mindset. So, um, excuse me. So, um, the only reason I keep it that way, and I don't, and I'm trying to build structure, but the reason why it seems it's almost in a way falling that way, because there's always the argument that I don't really even want this environment at all. And I'm trying to get out and I'm trying to get my family out. And so, you know, it's always the argument like, so why can't I do what I want to do with this if you don't want it, you know? And it's like, it's not that I can't argue that, but I don't have time, you know? I this, this My main focus is getting us to the Lord. So, um, 
I scroll through and it looks like Karuchi. Not Kalani. I said Kalani at first, but it was Karuchi. It looks like Karuchi for a second. But then it starts to look like my cousin. And they're putting up a gang sign over their eye. Well, one eye blinked. And I feel like it was a conversation that I was having possibly with one of my family members that was possibly insinuating that they're feeling like maybe giving up or giving in and taking some sort of contract or deal, you know, increasing the generational curses on our bloodline. It's not even just about the generational curses on our bloodline, though, that is very important. You know, I love my family. I don't want to see them go down that route where they're being sold and used and abused and they don't even get to enjoy anything that they sold out for. A demon takes over their body while the real them is tortured in hell. And that demon gets to spend all the money that they got for it. They never see anything. They're tortured for their for the remainder of the time that they're here on earth. And then they're tortured when they get to hell for selling their soul to the devil. I don't want to see that to happen to anybody I love. I don't want to see that happen to anybody. So, um... Next is like this image of like uh, uh, it looks like Karuchi, but it may actually be my cousin who is like transformed now because she has like this glorified look from like you know them kind of like trying to seduce her into like this what you look like if you are famous you look like this goddess you know, and everyone would worship you and different things like that and I saw it, and you know I noticed that she started trying to fight me a little bit because I you know. I may have handled it a little recklessly at first because I just, you know, as I said, I'm overwhelmed right now. And when I saw that and recognized it was her for a second, I was just like, so you want to be raped over and over and over again in this industry, sold to not even the highest bidder, treated like a piece of meat, enslaved, and a demon take over your body. You don't even get to reap any of the benefits. That's what you want to have to go through, you know, different things like that. And I didn't mean to attack her. So I think I may have discouraged her a little bit at first. I didn't mean to do that because I think before that she was even trying to say that I'm fighting. I'm fighting for God. I'm doing my best to choose the Lord. This is hard. And I know what that's like. I know what that's like. And they have been targeting her lately. And I've been doing what I can to protect her. And so, like, I cannot blame her for what she's going through. Like, it's ruthless. So... You know, I had to check myself like I'm not operating in the right spirit. I didn't handle that, you know, f- you know, carefully enough. But um, I started to go and try and, and type who wouldn't serve a God like this into the search bar so that I can listen to gospel music. And that's when, you know, it like I kept, you know, accidentally typing the wrong letters and different things like that. And in order for me to keep focusing, they kept taking from me. They kept stealing power. They were sneaking power out from me. So I woke up from that vision. Immediately, I tried to avoid the first artist I had seen on the on this, on this screen, but I know that it means something. So I'm going to say what I feel like I gathered concerning it. As I said, that he, I believe he is a demon god. Um... And he has controlling masses through his music. He sends out demons through his music. Um, There was a sense of interest 
a sense of interest, possibly in me, possibly in somebody around me, possibly in a demon that seeks to possess my body. If I ever do so choose to go in that direction, of course, they're never going to let me be me. They're going to send a demon out to possess my body. As I said, the demon gets to spend all your money and get all your glory. You never get any of it. And so that means that I would be just like him, a demon God. So, um, you know, he possibly interested in a demon that they have prepared if I fail, which is always lurking around, never far. But they don't really want me to know about that or really fight that because, you know, as I said, they're trying to get me to sell my soul. So, um, you know, it's possibly he was it's possible he was interested in the demon goddess or whatever, you know. I don't I, I really think that they're actually interested in the real me and the real the real me that the Lord created and the Lord made my true heart that God only God knows, you know, is rare. I feel that they're ever truly interested in that. If anything, they may be interested in my spiritual form, which is a demon hunter. Sometimes they find interest or they they want to seduce, you know, me as a demon hunter because I am perfect. My spiritual form is perfect. I am a virgin and I am 100% devoted to God. And oftentimes these demon gods, they are very, they, a lot of times they carry the same characteristics. And a lot of those characteristics consist of, you know, I find myself attracted to this, you know, demon hunter, this, you know, servant of the Lord because I want their power. I seek to steal their power and to feed off of it and gain from it and become bigger and control more masses and possibly multiply my um, fan base times 10 if possible using their power. And um, it's never for the real you. I don't think it's ever for the real you. In order for them to ever be truly attracted to the real you, you have to find the real them. And I saw a demon guy. That's not the real them. That's a demon. So I don't ever play with, you know, that situation ever mistake. You know, I don't allow myself to be mistaken to believe someone is truly interested in the real me. Unless, of course, I feel that I've met the real them or it's a possibility that I may or they have shown, you know, me different like signs or like I can I can feel that the Lord has shown me a sign concerning you know, whether they can be saved or not. And it feels as if he allowed us to connect. The, uh, he allowed me to connect with the real them so that he can, so that I can see that he wants me to fight for them. But, um, as I said, I didn't delve into this at this point. I think at this point I may, to a certain extent, be able to pick my cases. Before now, I never had the ability to truly pick my cases, not per se. But I think that I had naturally picked them because of the different things I battled with in life. I naturally gravitate towards a certain direction and I feel drawn to different things I want to fight for because I just want to see the world be a better place. And I don't want, you know, to see the things that happen to me, the pain that I've gone through ever happen to somebody else. So sometimes I'm just naturally drawn, but that's not me really picking them. The Lord is generally picking them for me. But, you know... Oftentimes, he allows me to fight in the area that, you know, I'm passionate about. So, um, 
as I said, it didn't really go far the three times I've seen it, but I can see that this individual is getting, I feel like this individual is getting kind of, you know, antsy about it. Like they're anticipating our, you know, encounter, like our introduction to each other. I feel like if there is going to be one and I've been putting it off because, um, as I've said, you know, oftentimes words are, you know, exchange and it's not always friendly. So that might be picking up an entirely new battle and I want to be prepared for that. And when you, you know, expose yourself to these different battles and you're already in so many different battles, if you're not prepared, that's on you. And they won't then they are not obligated to show mercy. It's not like Satan ever plays fair. So I just try and be careful. But um at this point I do kind of have different individuals around me that are kind of on board with God. And so oftentimes they will do what they can for me to um, hold different individuals off or to protect me or to guide me or to help me so that, you know, things don't get too much for me. And so that I'm not, you know, completely killed, you know, or different things like that. Um, A lot of the progress isn't torn down completely, you know, it's certain boundaries up but you know I still have to consider the fact that nobody really wants to see me in a position that God wants for me and I was in a place at one point where these encounters I didn't have to be so careful like I'm walking on eggshells like I was you know it was enough I was I was I was you know I was deep enough in the Holy Spirit and in God's presence that I wasn't so easily pulled out into a battle, you know, with different individuals and things weren't so easily twisted or perverted. These different demons and spirits weren't able to, you know, so easily, you know, deceive my mind. And um, oftentimes it's never me even arguing with these different people or saying this different stuff. It's like certain people just show up and they're like, you don't want it with me. And I use my mouth to say that. And then it's like, I wouldn't have even probably said that, but then now I have to say what I would have said. You know, and what I would have said is like, you know, you're going to be judged for the millions of people or the, you know, half a million people that you are deceiving. You know, you are not to be worshiped like a God. Only God is worthy to be praised. And that may be something. But um, oftentimes I feel like it's so, you know, difficult for me to see a lot of people enslaved in that way and being tortured, you know, due to, you know, being under this deception and not really do what I can and save who can be saved. And as soon as you start, you know, delving into their fan base and exposing different things about them and saving individuals that don't deserve it, the innocent people, because it's a lot of innocent people. There's people who are like, you know, really wrong and they still don't deserve it. But it's a lot of people that are like completely unaware, absolutely no place there. They are just like, innocent victims to it all and they're just enslaved and you just want to pull them out real quick because that's not fair but you start pulling people out and you start a war so all I know is you know the Lord had been introducing that and I don't know if that's possibly something that he's saying yeah that's going to fall into this battle or this war that you have going on right now like that's going to introduce itself I feel like he's possibly saying that but maybe it can be avoided I hope that it possibly can be avoided because there's so much going on 
there is this family guy thing. I don't know if that's even still, you know, where it should be, where the, you know, um, creator of family guy, you know, years ago, I asked the Lord for family guy and possibly American dad and possibly different shows like that. Cleveland show, different things like that. Because, um, growing up for years, you know, it was always on TV and it was like, I would just fall into this hypnotized trance watching it for hours. And it would just like be so crazy how I'd be having to fight these demons off of my mind from taking my soul because like, and I feel that I've encountered him so many different times over the years and kind of just like confronted him about it in a way. Like, you know, that one day you're going to have to be judged for this. And if maybe, maybe I got an arrogant response back, like God is not real. Nobody believes in that nonsense or different things like that. And, you know, it's more like a, you really know he's real, but you're, you know, you're saying to yourself, I will never have to answer to God. And you're laughing in my face about it in a way. So it's like, it's not vengeful, but it's more like, you know, I understand the impact that you've had on so many millions of people because this stuff was on TV all day. And it like hypnotized me as a child. And I used to have to fight these demons off of me. It used to be on throughout the night. I'd be woken up throughout the night to just pray because it was on TV. And like, it's just family family guy has grown and, you know, consumerism because of off the back of mindless viewers. And it's just so sad, you know, the millions of people under that spell. And I noticed that his power may even be great. Because of how many people are under that hypnotized trance. You don't understand that it's a possibility that your your spiritual man may be in a million different places at one time in the spiritual realm. And one of those places may be in a torture chamber, you know, that is, you know, provided by or sponsored by whatever you would say, family guy. And people don't understand this. They don't necessarily believe this. They don't. They say you're too spiritual. We don't take all that, or that all that stuff is not true. It's what you choose to believe. If you make that real, but I am a demon hunter. I have had to wake up in the middle of the night fighting demons off of me because a Family Guy on all night on the TV. It's like poltergeist. Like you're getting sucked into the TV. That stuff is real, and like. It's just sad because I thought like at that age, I probably was like watching this. I was like 12 or 14 or something. And like they don't even have any sort of, you know, um, any sort of sympathy for children, children, you know. So it's just sad. But, um, you know, always the excuses. Children should be watching Family Guy. Family Guy is R-rated or different things like that. And like, you know, all kinds of stuff. But it's like just your you know, disregard for the people. It's it's just so disheartening, as I've said. But it's just so much stuff going on. And um, I woke up from this vision and I just felt so traumatized because I knew that also a message from this vision was that, you know, with the big TV screen on my wall, it pos- it's possible that they were trying to bribe me with a TV, which may insinuate that they've already stolen something from me. They've already taken something from me. They've possibly taken power or something from me, and they intend to keep it. And they're saying, well, you can get a TV for it. And um, 
I refuse, as I always do. I always refuse bribery. But they're also, you know, insinuating that because they know that they're not going to be able to keep it. I'm going to be coming back for it. But they're also insinuating that I'm going to have to come and fight them back for it. I'm going to have to fight for it. I'm going to have to take it back from them. And so that's more work. More work. And it's just so difficult when I have, as I said, so many different individuals around me that are treating it like a free-for-all. They will sit up here and, you know, all the way up into the moment that you are about to get close to something, they will trade on you and they will help that individual hurt you knowing, you know, your vulnerabilities and all these different kind of things in order to tear you down and gain from it. It's hard. So nobody understands what it's like to be in my shoes. Not only that, you know, Nobody really wants me in the position that God has for me, but God. And a lot of people become jealous when I get closer and closer to that goal. When I am walking in the power that the Lord has provided for me, when I am standing in the position that the Lord has made for destined for me to be in, a lot of people seek to tear me down and tear me out of it. And um, it seems as if I can never hold up long enough. I'm all, it's always so many different efforts. It's ruthless. Everywhere I turn, knives in my back, in my heart, in my face, in my head, in my stomach, in my arms, everywhere. Like, they just seek to destroy me, and I just have to fight the whole world, I feel like. It's hard enough as it is. Right now, I believe I'm in a battle with a bird demon and a snake, and they're jumping me. And so, you know, the Lord had already told me in the beginning of this battle, He's, you know, the eagle is going to swoop in concerning me because they are jumping me. But, um, you know, I'm caught at a crossroads because I want to save different people involved in this situation. Different individuals have, you know, they have extended a helping hand where others wouldn't for so long. They watched me suffer and encouraged that suffering. Certain individuals showed up, extended a helping hand, and I just appreciate it. I do. You know, I can't put more on it than what's needed to be put on it because I have to appreciate God at the end of the day. God is doing so much more than anybody will ever do for me. God is carrying me. This is God's battle. God is doing all the work. It's not even me. It's God. So I have to give all credit, all glory, all honor, all respect to the Lord Jesus Christ because he's doing all the work. So I never want to acknowledge someone else as if they're, you know, oh my gosh, you did so much for me, but God is doing everything for me every day, every second of every day. God is doing all the work. So I want to acknowledge him first. But um it's weird. I feel like I just saw some like fingers in the spirit, like somebody chops my fingers off like sick. But um All I know is um, this stuff is really brutal. And ultimately, I cannot allow this to discourage me because the Lord, he's raised the dead. He's, he's, you know, healed the blind. He's healed the lame. He has healed leprosy, you know. The Lord has done so much, you know, he can do anything. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Anything that they do, the Lord can undo. Anything that they've done, the Lord can, un, you know, make it undone. He can fix it all. It can all be fixed. But I still have to take into account there are different individuals that don't want these things to be fixed. They're going to fight 
with everything they have to ensure that it's not fixed. That's difficult. But um, that's the vision. I, I, you know, I don't think people a lot of times understand what I'm going through, what it's like to be in my position. And I hate to be a complainer, but like I'm meant to be in a certain position and so many individuals can't stand to see me there. I'm like the first woman the Lord has ever raised up to be in a position and it's a new position that sits above all men in any near position and they can't stand to see a woman in this position unless of course i am perfect so i make one mistake and they're all trying to drag me out of it and they're oftentimes provoking mistakes they are setting mistakes up they are setting me up to make me have to do the work 10 times over they're using my family against me knowing that i love them and want to see them go to heaven and make it they are dragging my name through the mud they're torturing me it's torture I'm exhausted but nobody feels bad for me nobody feels bad for me they told me when it was when I had reached the hardest point in my life where I literally I feel like my entire mind though the Lord had given it back to me and was fighting for me to keep it was completely fried and overwhelmed with so much weight on it that I knew that I could not live like that. In that moment, I said, I could not live like this. There's no way. And I've tried to be very strong. I've I've unlocked new strengths. There's no way the Lord has truly expected me, truly expects me to live like this. I need help. And they they stood there, they stood, they they stared me there to my face and they said, Nobody feels bad for you as much as I was going through. And it may seem like it's dull or it's not as serious right now the way I'm speaking of it. But that was just, I almost feel like I'll never forget that. But I have to forgive and forget. But in that moment, I realized, like, like, I just realized, like, I realize a lot about this world. I realize a lot about these people. I realize a lot about God. He's all that I'll have. He's all that I've ever had. Without him, I have nothing. And he always has to be first no matter what because this is how they treat you. I can never forget how they treated me. Only because I need to understand who God is and why he needs to sit on high at all times. This is a reminder. They're reminders for me to never lose sight of why God is to be first. So it's difficult for me. It's so difficult for me, but nobody feels bad for me. I'm not saying this for sympathy. I hope not. I mean, maybe I am in a way, and I just have I have yet to learn. But um, really, I'm just trying to explain and get the point across that this is the reason behind my actions. There's always a reason behind people's actions. I feel like there's always a reason behind people's actions. People tell you, no, I did it for no reason. They're lying. They are lying. Everything is done for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. So, 
these are the reasons behind my actions and it's difficult but as I said I don't want a pity party but like I just seek to be in the Lord's presence where he comforts me he hides me in the shadow of his wings and he and he cares for me and he carries me and he reminds me that I am protected and that I don't have anything to worry about or nothing to fear and that, you know, justice will be served and that I'm going to be okay. I will prevail. I will prevail in victory 